really important to keep our eyes on this Virginia governor's race. There's a lot of stuff coming up that we got to be paying attention to. And in this governor's race, you got Terry McAuliffe against Glenn Youngkin. And Terry McAuliffe is the former governor of Virginia. And he is a Clintonista. And he said this. Veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually you take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, I get really tired. I don't think parents should be telling schools what to teach. It's haunting him. That is an absolutely remarkable, remarkable flub. I mean, you can't fail worse than that now, can you? Can't be done. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. So he goes on to CNN. Aaron Burnett is doing the interview. And uh, Aaron Burnett throws him a couple of softballs. And then... um, Aaron Burnett kind of asks him an interesting one. So, Aaron, he's trying to appeal to the Trump people. Trump has endorsed him four times. Trump wants to use this race to be the launch pad for 2024. All right. All this being said, I went back to look at some of the things that Youngkin has said. And last week, he specifically said he had not talked to Donald Trump at all about holding a possible rally in Virginia. He said clearly that he would have voted to certify the election clearly not a Trump thing. And he specifically said he believes in the integrity of the voting process. He went to vote early in Fairfax County, and here's what he said about it then. I do. I do. This is why we came to vote. And and I think that the process is going to be fair. Obviously, Trump himself has suggested Youngkin hasn't embraced him or the MAGA movement enough, which those statements, of course, would, would be consistent with. So when you hear that, I mean, are you wrong to be calling him a wannabe Trump? I mean, he is going against Trump on, on the election and on the certification. Oh, come on, Aaron. He's not going against Trump. I mean, through the whole campaign, he's talked about election integrity. Come on, for eight, nine months, that's been his number one thing he's talked about. My audio got a little messed up there. But it's so interesting to see that he, uh, he he just can't accept the fact that someone could be running and not be 100% Trump and beat him. Because for the political left in all of these elections, it all has to be about Trump all the time. But for a CNN person to say maybe he's not totally with Trump, what's a, what, what about that? And to see Terry McAuliffe lose his head. And Terry McAuliffe is right to lose his head because this education conversation, which is taking place all across America, man, parents aren't backing down at all. And rightfully, rightfully so. Because the parent matters. Now, there are ways to do these things. But the idea that school boards see themselves as somehow um, above it all. How dare you speak to us like that? How dare you? 
near where I live, Carmel, Indiana. The school board there has decided they only do meetings virtually because the way the parents are speaking to the school board is unacceptable. And my advice to the school board is quit. Shouldn't be threatened and shouldn't be attacked. I agree with both those things. You don't like a loud voice? Quit. Go work in a library. No loud voices in a library. Oh, I mean this. I mean this to all those school board members. Quit. If you think that the parents shouldn't be able to speak out about what's going on in their kid's school, there's no place for you. Now, in Carmel, Indiana, they'll all go back to one subject. Someone brought a gun to a meeting. It's absolutely a true story. Someone brought a gun to a school board meeting. They weren't pointing at anybody. Slipped out of somebody's pocket. They got arrested. You know what kind of fool you are to let something slip out of your pocket? The guy probably feels bad enough. I don't want to pile on the dude. But you created a moment for them, and that's all they talk about. Well, someone brought a gun to a meeting. Oh, we have to be safe. No, you have to be responsible to the citizenry, and if you can't handle that, quit. Nobody was threatened with a firearm, by the way. Guy had a firearm on him. I don't know how many people have had firearms in the building. Probably many, and you didn't even know it. This guy had it in his pocket. Don't carry a gun in your pocket. Slipped out of his pocket. You're going to have to deal with the consequences of that. You did, however, hurt everybody else in the room by making it more difficult for them to engage the conversation. And yes, sometimes people in a room can be irrational and be disruptive, and I don't think you should be disruptive. I think you should be focused on explaining your position, explaining why they are failing your kids, and then replacing them. That's what you should be doing. But they're now only going to have, in Carmel, Indiana, virtual school board meetings. I believe that's a firing offense. The entire school board should be fired en masse right now. I also question whether or not that's preventing people from engaging properly. If you tell me it's only going to be virtual and you tell me I can look at it online, I want the, the city of Carmel to pay for the internet for everybody to be able to view it. Why should they have to pay for their own internet to see a public meeting? Doesn't make any sense to me. And if they're going to have virtual meetings, I suggest that the parents hold their, hold their own school board meetings. Right there on the lawn of where the school board meets. Right there. Set up the chairs, have a school board meeting. Let the police arrest you. Who cares? What are they going to do? Get a couple thousand people to show up and have your own school board meeting. You're willing to discuss your point of view with anybody. The school board are a bunch of low-rent cowards who are afraid to have a conversation with angry parents. And you hear my tone of voice? That's what they say is threatening. <laughs> Can you imagine? I feel threatened. Can you imagine that that's their argument? Oh, if you use a loud voice, ooh, if you use a threatening mannerism. I'm Jewish. I talk with my hands. <laughs> you tell an Italian not to talk with their hands, they're going to fall down. They won't know what to say. I'm Jewish. I talk with my hands. How many ways can I move about? Oh, that's threatening. What do you mean that's threatening? What kind of crazy talk is this? Loud talk is threatening? I don't know if you know the house I grew up in. Loud talk was necessary. If only because my mother taught us to speak with a loud, clear voice. Make sure they can hear you in the back. If you've got something to say, you should be able to say it loud enough so everyone can hear you. We were not close talkers. We weren't these, ooh, quiet people. We'll talk in a real soft voice. Therefore, what we're saying is important. Everyone have to lean in and listen to us. That's how you show your intellect. Bull crap. Speak 
clearly, directly, and thusly. But if you have nothing to say, don't say nothing. Rational point of view. But this has taken a new twist and a new turn where school boards are asking President Biden to review threats and violence as possible domestic terrorism. Did I mention throw the school board members out? The National School Boards Association is asking the Biden administration to to do this. Look into it as domestic terrorism and hate crimes. To my local school board, you should all quit. You're not good enough for the job. If you think this is an answer, I agree with you. You should not be threatened. I agree with you. You should not be attacked. I agree with you that the meeting should be able to take place without disruption. But you think it's a problem that I say to you teaching critical race theory in the schools is disgusting and that you allow it is disgusting? You're disgusting. Would you rather I did it at your house? I'm going to the school board meeting. And then you go back to your place, I go back to my place. I don't bother you none. I see you in the local supermarket. I ain't giving you any kind of business. I'm not going out of my way to talk to you. I'm not bothering you while you're on a walk around the neighborhood. I went to the school board meeting to vent my frustration with your bigotry for allowing diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is all bigotry in the schools. I'm disgusted by the idea that you think that books can be in the school library that have pornographic material. I didn't say that the book should be burned. I said it shouldn't be in a middle school library. Kids couldn't watch a movie that have that content without a parent, yet the book can be there? See, that's not banning books. That's about making sure that there are books in places that are, well, age-appropriate. Parents can do such a thing. But once again, when you have the Ibram Kendis of the world, these bigots who don't believe that the parent has any say, only the educator has a say, well, this is what you get to. So if any school board member, whether it's Carmel, Indiana, or anywhere in Indiana, or anywhere across the country who thinks that what I have said should be thought of as domestic terrorism or a hate crime, you have to quit. You're not good enough. Don't you get it? It's not me. It's not us. It's you. You don't have what it takes. You're not good. You're not decent. You're not prepared to be a public official. And when you're a school board member, you're a public official. And you have to listen to people. Now, you might disagree with them, and then you lose elections, right? That's, that's the way it works. That's the system that I favor. But you think you don't have to listen and you can label me a domestic terrorist? Which part of go to hell do you want to hear? The go part, the two part, or the hell part? Or do you want it as, as the trio? That's usually like the, the way I like to, like to deliver it. I'm a domestic terrorist? What name can I call you? Oh, that's right. I'm not allowed to call you a name. That's why you have virtual meetings. But you label me... And parents all across America as domestic terrorists? Which part of go to hell do you need to be told? Don't you know you're wrong? Allow me to be the first. Of course you're wrong. You're the one engaged in the bigotry. You're the one engaged in the name calling. You're the one engaged in the hate. Because parents disagree with you? You went from zero to domestic terrorist in the blink of an eye. Holy cow. By the way, we should make sure I'm, I'm fully understood on this. I will again say, as clear as day, no one should be threatened. I don't accept threats. 
No one should be hurt. I don't accept people getting hurt at all and in any way. If school boards want to label you domestic terrorists, I'm in favor of firing the school board. I'm in favor of parents showing up to their local schools by the thousands demanding that the school board be fired, showing up to the superintendent's office and not allowing them in until the school board is fired, showing up at these public events with public officials in their towns, in their municipality until the school board is fired. I am in favor of the full-on pressure campaign to fire those school board members who think it's okay to call parents domestic terrorists and two other parents out there who think some parents are domestic terrorists for standing up to their children please identify yourself so i don't ever waste my time in a carpool with you parents speaking up for themselves are domestic terrorists oh i'll, I'll agree with you we shouldn't have people yelling and, and screaming and disrupting meetings like that uh, right? That I don't agree with. I don't agree with the disruption of meetings. There's a time for, for your conversations. Do it. You, you can, you, you know, protest in all sorts of ways. I don't accept uh, threats. I don't accept the bullying. I don't, no, 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 no. I've said it many times now, but people will still misrepresent, misrepresent my words because cats or cowards do. That's, that's all they're about. They, they absolutely want to misrepresent my words. But if you're one of the people who, who, who thinks that, um, you should be able to call parents uh, domestic terrorists. You, 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 uh, you need to go. There's no place for you in civil society. None whatsoever. No place at all. So we're going to see what happens here. We're going to see what happens here. Right? There's hate speech. There's silence is violence. All ways to try and get you to stop talking. Parents, don't ever stop. This is who these people are. Bigots. They're bigots. That's all they've ever been and all they will ever be. And you, you don't have to take that from nobody. They're your kids. Stand up for them. Fight for them. They are worth it. They will call you names. They will call you bigots. So what? Pay them no mind. Pay them no attention. Fight for your kids. Don't let them stop you. Don't let them name call you. Domestic terrorist? You should know how frightened they are that you might actually gain control of your children's education. And if it so comes to it, well then, yes, you're going to have to break that school system in two. Randy Weingarten, who is the uh, head of the American Federation of Teachers Union, tweeting out, an article about Ron DeSantis that says, Republicans don't want to reform public education, they want to end it. And she tweets out, this isn't just about masks or about Governor DeSantis's political aspirations. It's about the complete destabilization, destabilization of public education so that parents will choose private schools. 
Parents can choose anything they want because it's about the kid and them, not about teachers' unions. Who cares if Randy Weingarten has a job? Your job is to educate your kid properly. And if that means private school, that's the way it goes, and that's where the money should go. The money doesn't belong to Randy Weingarten. The money doesn't belong to public schools. Let's rethink the whole thing. Is this the best way to engage in education? Good question. Let us discuss it. But look at the fear she has that you might decide what's best for your kid. And my answer is, damn straight you will. And good on you. I'm Tony Katz.